You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Throughout Toronto, throughout this province. Shot doesn't go. 24 seasons in the making. The Toronto Raptors are headed to their first NBA Finals. Oh, here we go. Tuesday, May 28, 2019. Thank you for downloading. And I am back. Back from my annual sojourn to Pinehurst, North Carolina. Technically Southern Pines, not Pinehurst proper. Pinehurst is a trademarked name and brand, and the Pinehurst Resort owns it. We were at Mid Pine slash Pine Needles, which is another fantastic resort. In fact, I shouldn't even brag about it because I, I, I don't want people booking our weekend and causing my rates to go up and our availability to go down. But that said, God damn, is it sublime down there? It is amazing. And I'm going to post some pictures. I'm going to whip up a quick video of the Malcolm 2019 and you guys can take a look at it. Those of you who like golf and care about golf, otherwise you can just ignore it basically. And I know many of you, most of you, I'm sure 80% of you, Don't play golf, don't care about golf. But the 20% who do, they're super into it, and they will appreciate the pictures. We had nine noobs on the trip this year, nine out of 20. And I think we had four more who were just second-year guys. The toughest part of this trip, and by the way, everyone got along. There was only one little argument about how to run the Calcutta on Saturday night which was resolved in the end, and uh, we hugged it out as men would hug things out. And other than that, everyone got along. And it was amazing because there was people, I mean, this group, it's a far-flung group, far different age ranges, everywhere from 65 on down to 26. Together, playing golf, sharing rooms, oh, by the way, uh, over three days, and many, uh, and half of them had never met anyone. So thank you to everyone who answered the call, to all the noobs. I, every one of the new guys, I would invite back next year. The only problem is we have now had three strong recruiting classes in a row where I have sought out and brought in 
new blood to the event. And so it's going to be tougher to make the squad next year because I'm not increasing it off at 20. (coughs) Excuse me. One last little piece of uh, sand. Very sandy down there. Very dusty. Part of the uh, charm of it, though, the Sand Hills area. I'm definitely not raising it from 20. In fact, if anything, I will be knocking it back to 16. So if you were on the trip and you end up not getting the call next year, just understand that it's not because I wouldn't have you back. It's because I've been over-recruiting. In fact, I've been over-recruiting the likes of which uh, to the to the to the style of one Nick Saban at Alabama, where you're bumping guys from scholarships going, I'm sorry, but I've over-recruited your position. What can I do? But thank you again to one and all who came. We had a great time. Nobody died. We got through 72 holes. 72? No, more than that. Uh, 90, 72 plus 18 is 90. 90 holes. 90 holes of golf. Five rounds. And uh, it was hotter than blazes. Hotter than blazes. Yes, I have the yips, but I believe I'm on track to fix them. There's this thing called the putting arc. You can look it up if you're a golfer, the putting arc. It's basically, it's a wooden block that has a curve on the front end of it. Uh, looks like a, uh, just like a board that's, you know, got a curve on the front and you put the heel of your putter against the board. You put the ball in the middle and then you just guide your putter head back and forth while staying on the curve of the arc of the, the, the board. And not everyone is a arc putter. Some people are straight back, straight through, and it's taught different ways. I just found that after I got home and I got back on that board, which had produced some great results before, and I told people about this on the trip. I was like, you know, the best I ever putted was when I was practicing with this thing called the putting arc. And they all looked at me and they're like, why'd you go away from it? And I go, I don't know. I'm an idiot. I guess I got bored or just thought, ah, I got it. I'm, I've got putting down now. I don't need to deal with it. So back on that, I worked on that Tuesday, actually Monday, Memorial Day, and it was a lot better on the putting green with no pressure, with nobody watching, which means it doesn't mean shit because bottom line, until you make putts under pressure, whether it's for five bucks or a million dollars in the Masters, you haven't done shit. Okay, enough golf talk. Let's get to our guy, Notorious J-A-Y. Hello. Hello, Jay. How are you? You know what? I'm all good, brother. (laughs) <laughs> I have shook off I have shook off the uh, exhaustion of a golf trip in the heat. I have overcome the inherent sadness of it's over and we won't get to do it again for another year and I'm back in the flow of things. So question I'm all what do good. you look for what do you look forward to more your golf trip or Vegas? That's tough. I look forward to them both. You have to choose one there is no both. Golf trip. Okay. I know. I just know. Yeah. I would, no, that's fine. Yeah. Golf trip. But it's, here's the thing though, Jay, and this is, uh, this is, I think, what differentiates men from women. We organize things. We organize trips and outings 
and we go to ball games and we go hunting, we go fishing, we go golfing, we go dog barking. Quiet. <laughs> Luther. Your dog barked last week. Luther, so. quiet. <laughs> or a buck, either way. A buck, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. And women, like, I was talking to one of the guys. Hi, hi, Buck. How are you? You're a good boy. You're the best boy ever. Give him a treat. Rub his head. Okay. Somebody's walking through the door. That's I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So I was talking to one of the guys on the trip who uh, was divorced. And, <laughs> Lucky and, guy. And when it when it comes to me and, and, and guys who are divorced, I have no qualms about jumping right in and splashing around with the, oh, yeah? How come? Why? What's the deal? Yeah? Uh-huh. How about this? How about that? To the point where someone was like, God, you're kind of being very personal. And I'm like, hey, we're on the golf course. This is a man's confessional area. We talk about these things on a golf course. So anyway, he said that his wife didn't really have many hobbies, and that's where we got to talking about. He went on golf trips, and she kind of didn't do a whole lot. So I wish women would organize better amongst themselves because then they can take trips together and be amongst themselves. And have a grand time, as men do. But then again, they're also not wired the same way we are, you know? Well, I have a buddy whose wife goes on vacations too much with her girlfriends, and he hates it. Oh, really? Well, that's... Like, she's always gone. I'm generalizing, and I'm sure I'll get some women saying, you are dead wrong, Zabe. You just don't run in the right circles. Um, So this guy's wife, wife or girlfriend? It's his wife. Wife of, like... I was in his wedding. I want to say 15 to 20 years. Yeah. And, and where does she go on vacation with her girlfriends? They go to the beach. I think they went to the Dominican last year. Yeah, because I went. We went out drinking. How many? Like, how many girls in the in the group? I think it's like seven of them. It's okay. like all her college girlfriends. All right. And do you, does he fear that there's any hanky panky going on there? No, he gets pissed off because when he wants to do something, where well, there's a problem. Like his oh. okay, his his fiftieth birthday is coming up, and I go, all right, what are we doing? We got to do it up big. And he goes, well, if we go somewhere wild, I can't say as well. Blank will have something to say about that, and I'm like, she's always gone. What do you care? That's so, that's a that's a pimp that, hand issue right that, there. That's a, that's a why problem. Yeah, he, he 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 needs to get some pimp hand in his life and say, look, you go on your deals, I'm going to go on my deals. Now it's all part Damn. of the all part of the negotiation, right, between uh, men That's and women true. in relationships. That's, now, of course, on this trip, there was one guy who was out of control, right? No, but there was one heated argument Ooh. about how to run the Calcutta, and it got kind of bad because one of the guys was kind of drunk, and the other guy was pretty righteous in what he believed, and it started getting personal. And it got right on the edge where it's like, okay, this is uncomfortable. But they ended up hugging it out at the end. Whereas I think, wow. as I think, women who had to run a—if if there were women trying to run a competition, there'd be hard feelings. They would put each other in the silent treatment, and then the tournament would just not play golf the next day. <laughs> and nobody would talk to anybody. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with guys, it's like, hey, okay, all right, we're fine now. Fuck you. Give me a beer, and away we go. So and nobody would care. Yeah. yeah. So that said, do you take any group trips? Uh, we used to go every year. We would go down to this place near Ocean City in Bethany. Who's we? It was myself, AJ Francis's dad, his right. brother, 
AJ Francis being former University former, of Maryland former Terrapin D lineman, former, former Redskins, former every play for every team okay. in the NFL. But yeah, we used to go. We used to go for like three days and play golf at this. Oh, Ocean Pines, I think the name of it was. Yeah, sounds about. And it right. was kind of fun. And then uh, he got divorced, and then we stopped uh, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> then he started counting his money, pension right, his pennies, yeah. right? Yeah, that ended the trip. It was like seven years running, and that wow. ended that. Yeah, well, every trip has limited a limited shelf life. How many so, years have you been going to to uh, seventeen? Uh, not a limited shelf life there. Yeah, but it's been hard to keep it going. I've been having to recruit, recruit, recruit. So all, all the new guys, they want to come back. They had a great time. I'd like to have them back, but I've had three straight strong recruiting classes. So is, yeah, does one account go? He went on one a while ago. He says he wants to go, but you know he's he's deep in the weeds. He's got young boys. He kind of had kids later in life. So even though he's my age, he's later in the cycle. Deep okay. in, deep in the weeds of fatherdom. Okay. So. Oh, wait, everybody's going to talk sports now. Sorry. Talk sports already. There's nothing to talk about. There's literally yeah, talk about the talk. talk about the Bucks shitting the bed. Talk about the Bucks how they threw up on themselves twice. Go right. Go ahead. Go. The, no, the Bucks threw up on themselves. I don't know what else to say. And as much as I love Giannis, he's not prime time ready. He doesn't. He doesn't have that that uh, C button. You know, if A and B are, are closed, right. he doesn't have a C. He doesn't have the C. Right. So what? What? What does he need? Oh, he needs. They need. They should have posted his butt on the block and have him work like that. Every time he would get the ball, I, I don't know how long it took them to notice. Hey, they were like taking four people as soon as he drives. They should have put him on the block and let him go to work right there. But no, they kept. Letting him drive and he would turn it over. You don't think it that they just, would? You don't think they would collapse two or three guys on him if they tried to park him in the block? But if they did that, he would then he could then pass out, out. Yeah. Rather than taking the ball down the lane and turning it over as he did repeatedly. But it requires the shooters to make their shots. It also requires you having a post-up game, which he doesn't have yet. But I'm sure right. Giannis will work on it all summer long. He's that kind of guy. Will he ever get a jump shot? Could he ever become? The Greek black Dirk Nowitzki, seven foot shooter. Do you need him to do that? Well, here's why. When the Mavs won the championship, they had a guy in Dirk who you could go, you know what? Here, Dirk, win us the game. And he could get his own shot and he could shoot threes to win the game. Giannis can't do that. So if you're going to be seven foot tall, you have to be able to shoot like a guard. He can dribble like a guard, which is impressive, and he's an okay passer, but he's a minus shooter, and until that gets better, he's going to be limited. And he's terrible from the line. You can't yeah. like, like I I didn't want him in the fourth quarter some games. Yeah. And then on top of that, you just have to you know, you have to hit shots and you have to keep jabronis like Fred Van Vliet and Norman fucking Powell from beating you. Those guys are scabroons, zeros, Fred, zilches. Van Fleet just graduate like, from Wichita last year, State. From Wichita State. Yes, him, he's and, him and seven, Ron Baker, they just graduated. Seven-year seniors, the two of them. <laughs> Every time you'd see Wichita State, you'd be like, Van Fleet, he's still there? <laughs> <laughs> I thought hey, he was my, gone already. Mazel tov for him for having his kid and then having the greatest series he'll ever have in his life. Right. Uh, there's a high school player, speaking of not sticking around forever, 
who signed with a pro team in New in, Zealand. Uh, yeah, New Zealand. Has that worked out for anyone? How many guys have gone to Europe? Brandon Brandon Knight. Remember that? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It it, it never. Oh, Brandon Ingram. No, 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 not Brandon. No, Brandon Jennings. Jennings. Brandon Jennings, not Knight. It Thank never you. works out. It never works out. Well, he made the league. Yeah, he was okay though. RJ, he wasn't anything special. R.J. Hampton is the guy's name. He's six foot five, point guard from Texas. And he's decided to sign a pro contract with the New Zealand Breakers rather yes. than play college basketball. He said, had he decided to play college, he would have gone to Kansas. But I saw him say, I saw a quote that says, playing college basketball was never on his mind. It was not his thing anyway. Well, I mean, all these guys want to go to the league. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him for that. I just think that, you know, in a related story, uh, you saw the shoe contract that Ja Morant just got from Nike? I saw that, yes. I first thought was, boy, I'm sure glad that he became a bit of a known entity to the casual sports fan in college, even though he played at a nothing backwater university. Excuse my insult to Murray State. But um, wait. Well, Murray, it is. Murray, is it Murray State? It is Murray State, right? Murray State Racers. Yeah, the Racers. You know, just by being in the tournament yes, made him $20 million. Had John Morant gone and played for the New Zealand Breakers, do you think he would have gotten a $20 million shoe deal? Because we would have not heard from him in one year. No. You, I mean, he, I he, would, I he would not have. He would, be, he, he, he would be drafted high, I'm sure, based on his basketball skills, and he'd get a nice rookie contract. But $20 million for shoe money is because people know you, and you've caught the imagination of the public. And the only way he could do that was to be in the tournament and do special things, which he did. End of unlike, unlike our former uh, colleague, uh, Coach Thompson, I don't mind people doing the charade for – uh, what one, two, two semesters, three semesters? I don't mind that. No, I don't either. If I just everybody don't... comes out. Of, I mean, everybody comes out a winner. If you're good, you'll get notarized and you'll get money, and the school will get money from the tournament and notoriety also. Yeah, everybody wins. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I agree that I don't care if they're there for one year, two years, three years, or whatever. Or Use, two semesters. Or two or two <laughs> semesters. <laughs> Or a semester and a half, as I think yeah, it all it takes I, I to might, stay yeah, eligible. I, I might have been off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but but don't tell me that Zion needs a Mercedes in college. That's what the Jay Billises are saying. And that's what this new legislation in California is attempting to do. They're like, uh, we want to pass a bill that allows student athletes to capitalize on their name and likeness while in college. If you have enough name and likeness while you're in college to make any kind of money, you should go pro as soon as you can, period. True. But this will, I, I never understood people bringing up paying college players because, as you said last week, someone's going to bring a lawsuit. The girls lacrosse team is going to bring a lawsuit saying, where's ours? And, right. And the way to, the, until, until, But until someone sits the girls lacrosse team, the girls basketball team, I'm sorry, the girls softball team, until someone sits them down and says, you have no you you guys have have no what's what I'm looking for. You don't bring in you don't bring in money. I'm sorry. No, they have, you, you don't bring no. The wrestling in, team does it. The baseball team does it. No, it's two sports. Right. Not I only wish, not only they're not bringing money, 
Look at the balance sheet of public universities that have to show their expenditures on various sports teams. The women's basketball teams on a lot of programs, including your beloved Maryland Terrapins. The women's team with Brenda Fries, who's been very successful, and God bless Brenda and the gals, they are a sinkhole of yes. money. The if you're travel, not Connecticut or Tennessee. Yes. The, or, yeah. the travel expenses to fly them all over the place is uh, massive. Well, that's 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 uh, Miss Yao for putting them in the Big Ten. That's her fault for that. Yeah, well, but they got to get that Big Ten money, baby. Got to get that Big Ten scratch. Well, anyway, so uh, do the Raptors stand a chance against the Golden State Warriors in the uh, NBA Finals? Gentlemen sweep. <laughs> the full five game sweep, right? Yes, yeah, gentlemen sweep. <laughs> gentlemen sweep. They're gonna they're gonna lose focus for one game and go. Okay, snap back. We need to beat these guys. Even though Kawhi Leonard's playing out of his mind right now. Uh, you know that's true. You know why it would be not just a gentleman's sweep. Although, wait a minute. NBA Finals now go two three two, right? Two. I'm not going to lie. I don't. I have no idea. I think they do. NBA Finals schedule. They did change it um, to uh, Rat Warriors at. Oh 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 oh. Toronto's at home. They start. I they forgot. Start home. How? Why is that? I couldn't. Better record. I, Better regular season okay, record. They, okay. All right. I In, would have not known that. I would not have guessed that. Excuse me. Interesting. They moved it back to two two one one one. They went two three two at one point because remember the Celtics and Lakers were meeting every year. Yes. And they got tired of all this cross country travel. Two two one one one. So they went two three two. And then someone pointed out that's sort of an unfair format for the team that's got home court advantage because you hiccup once, you may never get the series back to your your home gym because you could lose all three in the middle. So this year it's uh, Warriors at Raptors games one and two, flip it, Raptors at Warriors game three and four, then one, one, one all the way home. Warriors at Raptors, Raptors at Warriors. So a gentleman's sweep, which would normally in a 2-2-1-1-1 let the better team and the favored team clinch and win on their home court, which is always nicer and more fun, right? Now to engineer that, the, the Warriors are going to have to be focused on a sweep sweep if they want to really do it on their home court or risk going all the way to a game six. Do you think they care about if it's on somebody else's court or not? I don't think. I think you so. Hate them. That's right. That's right. You no, hate I, them. no I, I, I'm, I'm okay without Durant. Durant having uh, been taken out of the mix and with Draymond Green actually admitting, did you hear him say, you know what? I've been, I've been complaining more than I've been playing. I've been a little extra. Yes. A little extra. Right. And now that he's admitted that I'm like, okay, not so bad. Steve Kerr hasn't gone on some political, uh, you know, rant about gun control or Trump or some other shit like that in a while. So he's, calm down in my mind uh Steph Curry has not done anything completely annoying it in a while so I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm back to warrior neutral but you're not, it, but when, you're but not when, annoyed at, at his wife oh yeah good old Aisha do you know you know that Aisha had her baby fat shamed on Twitter over the weekend oh my god three Jeez. month old child and somebody's like that's a fat baby <laughs> God damn uh, so then so then she Jay clapped back because <laughs> uh, that's what they call it clapping back yes of course <laughs> of course she did yeah because you, you can't let anything go these days 
No. Well, you well, actually, no. You yeah, can, wanted... but there's so much shit on the internet that people lose their minds over. It's just crazy. Did you see the people losing their minds over the obits that dared to mention that, yes, Bill Buckner fucked I, up in the 86 I'm World Series? I'm very mad about that. In fact, I am. I was pissed. I saw the ESPN crawl. Why did that you? Had, so I was Because Bill Buckner, known for 2,700 hits. You're not By known, the way, he ain't known for that. He, do you know how many times he averaged strikeouts in a year? What his average was? Take uh, a guess. Average number of strikeouts in a year. Yes, yes. He played seventeen seasons. Take a guess. It's hard. Be, it's hard because well, you won't get thirty-four. Tony Gwynn only has a lower average than Bill Buckner. Okay, here's your stat of the day. This is from Tyler Kepner of the New York Times. I don't have the music on me on Sunday. The last full day of Bill Buckner's life, 16 major leaguers struck out at least three times. Buckner played 22 seasons. 22 seasons. That's at 17. Jesus. Buckner played 22 seasons, <laughs> never struck out three times in a game once. Behold that, your stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here's the, thing. Here's the thing, though, Jay. The reason that you identify Buckner as the guy who made that error is that's, that is unfortunately what he is known for. It's not saying this is the totality of his life and or his baseball career, but you have to assume people are casual fans that don't remember shit. If it's just Bill Buckner, good major league player, not Hall of Famer, dies, it might not even make the crawl. But the, the crawl shouldn't start with made dramatic error in game six. By the way, game six, not game seven. Oh, also, oh, the game was tied. Did they? It was, it was, right. So, what's, so I hate that he gets all this shit. Maybe that's... My well, a lot of people hated that he got all this shit, and he had to move his family from Boston to, to Idaho, to Montana. right? Montana. To, to get right to get away from it all. But he ended up signing autographs of that picture down the first base line of the ball going through his legs with Mookie Wilson bearing down, and he did it as therapy. And he ended up throwing out the first pitch on opening day two thousand eight, after the Red Sox won the World Series in 07. and he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Making Great fun episode, by the way. of the yes. whole thing. So the redemption tour is in full. His life was not ruined by that one play. And when he dies, yes, Jay, you have to include that in the opening graph. As Andy That's Pond the opening you gotta Wow. Okay. Well, I how do you the, what graph is I, it appropriate I would have to that, put? I would it? have that in the third sentence, not the first one. Okay. That's right. just me. You Sorry. know the you know the wait, wait, you when know, Rudy Tom Jonovitz dies, we say Rudy Tom Jonathan, when his got face caved by in by Kermit, by Washington. Kermit Washington. We're going to say that? No. You're you know say what? Rudy we, Tom Jonathan, coach. We might, we oh. might. Who else can we think of that the first sentence of their obit will be something terrible? Like Buckner. Oh, boy. Monica Sellis, stabbed by Gunter. Gunter Parch. <laughs> Gunter Parch. Why do Not, I remember that name? I just do. Again, that's what yeah, that's the best first stabbed at, at, with the French. Yes, the French Open. I believe so. He was a crazed German guy. He was like a lathe worker. <laughs> That's just good security. He was able to and get right down. And he wanted Steffi to... Graf to win. Yeah, well, he might have so, money on her. Who knows? So shanking Monica Sellis in the back was his way to go. That was. But I, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of other people who. Well, if you commit that... a huge blunder, the Buckner blunder, even though you correctly point out it was Game Six. Even though you correctly point out that was it Chiraldi who came in and retired the first two batters 
before giving up one, two, three singles in a row? Calvin Chiraldi or, or threw it, up on himself. Or was it Stan? Then, or was it Stanley? Bob, Bob Stanley. Calvin Chiraldi came in, threw up all over himself, and then Bob Stanley came in, threw a wild pitch, threw a wild pitch, and then blame Buckner. Check out <laughs> if you ever get but Bob Stanley game six interview. He's like, well, you should have made that play. Well, you fat and, toad, you shouldn't have thrown a ball away. And manager John McNamara sat there like a deer in headlights as the whole <laughs> thing unraveled. Fuck he, him. He fuck Chiraldi. While fuck Rome was Stanley. <laughs> exact. And fuck the Red Sox for coming out flat as a board in game seven. Well, they were up three nothing. They had to lead into the right, seventh and right. lost it. Do you know, oh, do you know one, of the re- one of the other reasons, apparently, why uh, McNamara kept Buckner in the game despite usually making a defensive substitution? In those because moments? Dave Stapleton wouldn't have been in the game, but he wanted Buckner to enjoy the moment. Exactly. Was it fucking Little League? <laughs> I know. I know. It's insanity. Yeah. Hey. Dave Stapleton should have been in the game. Yes. Yeah. Hey, well, manage, I remember that manage hard to the very end, you dumb fuck, or go down <laughs> in infamy. Has anyone... Do you think Earl Weaver would have put uh, Kiko Garcia in instead of somebody? No. He's <laughs> on the fucking bench. When Earl, <laughs> when Earl Weaver died... Did the obits not say Earl Weaver, the combustible Orioles manager, who often got into heated backwards cap arguing matches with umpires, <laughs> passed away today at the age of whatever he died at? It probably did say a uh, uh, manager who was thrown out the most in Major League history. <laughs> probably, it probably did. He was the best. He was the best. Okay, let's uh, let's dance around here. Some various things. Uh, speaking of Seinfeld and the Buck and the Bill Buckner episode, tell me if you think this is a cool thing or an unbelievable ripoff. Ready? Here goes. Yeah. On the SeinfeldSetReplica.com site, you can buy a miniaturized 12-inch by 15-inch replica of Jerry's apartment. Oh, such a ripoff. Do you know what they're selling it for? $300. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, and it's a hundred dollars off right now, which tells me that, uh, you know, they haven't sold a a whole lot of them. There's only 464 units left. Seinfeld's quote is a small, but very important place in my life can now be an important, but still small place in your life. (laughs) If, if you had, one television you want a remote outlet and one channel or two channels. I'm sorry, and you had to pick between The Office oh. and Seinfeld. Which channel would you put it on? Office. And, and see, I'm going with that. Seinfeld never had a down season. They never. Uh, they yeah, never they had season well, one. They, they, season they one. You watch it and go, "Holy shit, this is un- unwatchable." They never had Robert uh, California or the British woman. That made you go, oh, I can't even watch this anymore. That is true. It ended strong, but Seinfeld started very slowly. I got to tell I, you, this this replica set is pretty fucking cool. Well, but what would you do with it? Sit and look at it? That's the ripoff. Yeah, you'd look at it. You'd probably get little Jerry dolls. You'd get little <laughs> Fusilli Jerry made out of uh, dried <laughs> spaghetti. And you, you got me. A replica of the Merv Griffin show. Now I'm in. Oh! That's, that's my favorite episode, by the way. Well, Without a doubt. Here's, here's what I think they're doing. I think they're actually opening up potential venues because the next thing would be a miniature replica 
uh, coffee shop where they <laughs> met, right? Monks, yes. Monks, yes. So that would be the next set. What other set on Seinfeld did they did they visit a lot? Not sure oh, if there was one particular Mr. place. Mr. Pitt's office was the one they did a lot of shoots in. Right, but not uh, as not as like the not two, as many. No, the two places where most of the action happened George's was office at the Yan- Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you could have the little sleeping shelf underneath <laughs> the desk. That was that was one with the guy who who Jerry hired to uh, refurnish his uh, his kitchen, and yeah. he kept asking Jerry's questions. Oh uh, yeah, whatever you want to do. You want a twenty-two by twenty-three, Jerry? Yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> by, by, by the way, this is really cool uh, looking at this set because it's exactly, they've got the little Klieg lights up top that lit the set and it's kind of arranged in a open V where you get Jerry's little office, you get his bedroom, or that might be the bathroom. Bathroom, never saw the bedroom, always saw the bathroom. Always saw the opening right. of the bathroom. right. And then, and then there's the door, and across the way is Kramer's door, and it's all built like a little set. God damn, it's fucking cool. For three hundred bucks, eh, it's not that cool. I grant I was you that. Say. And, and then they could sell accessories so that you could get. Oh my god! You could get when you could get when Kramer <laughs> replaced his door with a screen door. Oh, and he found USA. <laughs> To, rep- to replicate summertime. <laughs> so, and, and by the way, so it's funny you bring up you bring this up. I was with buddies on Friday, and they said black people did not watch Seinfeld. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Wow, that's just that it was just it was stupid. I said that's the stupidest because they because they never watched it. They assumed all black people didn't watch it. So yeah. that's the. Dumbest yeah. thing. That show and Friends. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Well, you're an idiot. That's when I told Fred Smoot, I was like, Smoot, I can't believe you love Game of Thrones. I thought that black people didn't do that. And he's like, man, Zabe, come on. Game of Thrones is an every person thing, man. It's great. And, and you know, sure enough, I have since met plenty of black guys who love Game of Thrones. Except That's for you. That's a pretty good Fred Smoot, by the way. Is it pretty good? It's Fred Smoot, who I have to apologize uh, when when he first came to the Redskins, I was embarrassed when he would do interviews because I didn't understand a word he would say. But Fred Smoot has come a long way, and he's actually very good in interview why settings now. Why don't I organize me, you, Smoot? <laughs> I would come down for that one. If me, you set that up, me, I would come down. Yeah. Me, you, Smoot, and a brother to be named later, and we'll have a delicious <laughs> steak brother- dinner. At uh, our our steak place hangout at DC um, Prime, would you enjoy that? I enjoy you that. Set that up. I am down for that. We okay. can call it the the Zabin's Black Summit. There you go. <laughs> okay. Like when they all met for for Ali to or yeah, they were all, Jim Brown and all. Okay. All right. <laughs> that, all right. I'll, I'll I'll be that guy. Uh, Pete, I, pizza Hut is changing its formula for their original pan pizza. Nobody fucking asked for this. <laughs> just just like uh, was it IHOP just tried to change was that a big sham it was a, I can't remember right where they said they were they were turning the what was it again International House of Burgers or something stupid right, like that right IHOP yeah, yeah IHOP not IHOP we're burgers no, no now no one's at yeah it's like new this will go over like new coke nobody asked for they say that new the, pan pizza they say that it's uh includes a new cheese blend a oh, new God. sauce and a newly engineered pan 
for it to be baked in a crispier crust. Nobody, just like nobody asked for McDonald's to change the recipe on French fries, which they did. I didn't find this out till like two or three years ago. They changed oils on this. Well, they changed it 40 years ago. Not 40. They changed it 20 years ago, at least. They used to use beef tallow. Which, which made is, him taste so much better. Oh, yeah, that was the good <laughs> shit. That was the clog your arteries, take a horse down to one knee instantly with a large French fry uh, to something theoretically less clogging of your arteries. But it's all Did we ask for that, though? No, we didn't ask not no. to have that. No, I didn't ask for that either. I, I like Pizza Hut's pan pizza crust because it was always very buttery. It seemed yes. to have this buttery saturatedness to it that was just mm, mm, mm. at nsa we had a pizza hut i think they still do in the building and their big thing was the little personal pan pizzas and oh they were so good yeah well anyway good luck to pizza Hut on that hope you don't uh kill the golden goose meanwhile what else do you want to talk about before we get to ftg i I'm trying to think. I was. It was something TV related. Oh, oh, oh! I know. So, uh, did you see the uh, thirty for thirty on Janet Guthrie? No. They, there's one. To, oh, you. I, I think you have to watch it before because you know she uh, qualified at Indy. Yeah. And she's talking about all these trials and tribute. Really? <laughs> was it really that bad for Indy? <laughs> Jesus! Enough. Yeah. Everybody's got to have their bitching story. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I broke down barriers. They said yeah, mean like, things oh. to me like, hey, honey, going to put your makeup on while driving? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You, you got to watch. I watched 20 minutes of it. I was like, this was a way. I, I, I hate to say this. After Simmons left, the 30s are kind of for shit. Uh, they're not as good. No. I don't know who's the editor now, but they're kind of for shit. Yeah. Uh, David Bakhtiari has set up a beer drinking or beer chugging challenge after Aaron Rodgers was seen not being able to choke one down the other night. And George Hill of the Bucks says he will challenge Bakhtiari to a beer chugging contest. Speaking how of, great is that? Speaking look, of contest, did you see? How hot is the Bucks' daughter? The Bucks' uh, daughter. Oh, Good thank you. Lord. Yeah. Uh, Good Lord. Um, Mallory Edens is her name. Smoke show. Did you see the T-shirt she was wearing? <laughs> uh, I had someone call me and said, "Next time they show Bakhtiar, I mean Aaron Rodgers, look at the shirt. The blonde head. He didn't know who she was." And I think in the fourth quarter they showed Aaron Rodgers for the fiftieth time, and I said, "She's wearing a Pusha T-shirt." <laughs> yes, that's she pretty, is. That's pretty effing funny. And the reason is Pusha T Push- had a feud with she- Drake, yes. right? And yes. what did Pusha T say about Drake? Oh my God, he settled. Uh, called him Aubrey. Talked about his kid. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. He said a lot of stuff. I can't. I can't remember. Yes, he said a lot of stuff. In, in rap parlance, did Pusha T murder Drake when it was all uh, said the, and done? The, the term is bodied. Bodied. Yes. Did he body him? Did he? Uh, yes, because Drake never came back. So Pusha T bodied Drake, okay. but Drake still has more money. So he wins in the end. It, was it out of bounds for her to be wearing a Pusha T t-shirt? No, it's very funny. But she's the daughter of an NBA owner. She doesn't care. I don't think she cares. Okay. What if what if somebody had beat her up afterwards? One of, <laughs> what if one of Drake's goons had said, that's not funny. 
caught her in the back alley, beat her up. Then it's not all fun and games now, is it? Okay, you really went a little. You really went far on that one. That one of Drake's goons would beat up the daughter does, of the Bucks owner. Does yeah, Drake have goons? I don't think Drake. Look at him. Do you think Drake has goons? Look at him. Come on. He just what? wants to. He just. He is a just. He just wants to nut ride every athlete he can. That is his thing. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. That's time. what he's doing. Yeah. I got, and that's why I hope the uh, Golden State Warriors win, just so we can see less of Drake. I'm getting tired of him now. Uh, by the way, you can buy the Pusha T white T-shirt on a ton of different T-shirts. No, no, it's on a ton of. It's a white T-shirt. It probably costs three dollars and ninety-two cents. We're gonna sell these T-shirts and make a bundle. Uh, they're selling it for between seventeen and nineteen dollars a pop. Okay, but yeah, um, Mal- young Mallory. God, she's she's won the genetic lottery. For facial features, beautiful brown doe eyes, uh, a, a, just a captivating smile, uh, great facial symmetry, high cheekbones, luscious lips, bing bang boom, and she's young and trim. Now I hope now the only Bucks fans hope that if she does get the team, she won't fuck up like Jeannie Buss. Yeah, that's the other thing. You know, today was a day Tuesday where many sports radio entities went to eat the low-hanging fruit that was an expose on the dysfunction in the Lakers' front office with yes. Rob Palenka and everything Wait, else. And I, I, what was the one thing that you you took away? There was one thing that I took away from that and said, what? I, I, did you have that moment reading this this expose? No. Because I did. Here, 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 was, here's here's what ahead. I did. I was the dog on the porch on a hot summer day hearing somebody coming down the sidewalk, and I lifted my head up and I opened my eyes. <laughs> and then went right back down to my summer nap. I literally well, said, I said to myself, I go, I'm sure it's interesting. It's just, I'm not interested. Does that make any I, sense? I had to read something. I had to read. I was sitting in the office. Yeah, you should have been reading read legislation facing well, the voters of the great we're, state we're, of Maryland. Mister. Yes. Oh, by the way, really quickly, the douchebag who sent the email to you. Uh, I don't do politics in Baltimore. I do politics in Annapolis. So, you know, nice, nice job, buddy. So next time I'm going to send an email, get it right. Anyway, there was a section in the article where the whoever who I don't know who wrote it, but he said Maverick Carter was having dinner with David. So like what? Adam Silver, Adam, Adam Silver. Silver. And he Why said he... To, he said to the commissioner. Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, Luke Walton has it. We want our guy. No, 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 no. it was. It was Maverick Carter, and then what's the other guy from LeBron, LeBron's camp? He came over and said that to Adam Silver. Why is Adam Silver having lunch with Maverick Carter? Is what I was asking. What? What? Why? Well, I mean, look, he's was the, he going to be on on the shop? Is that what they were talking about? N- is, NBA is ratings, Adam- yeah, on the barbershop. NBA ratings are down twenty percent almost in the playoffs this year because there's no LeBron. The league is twenty percent LeBron at least still. Rich Paul is the guy's name. You're thinking Rich of. Paul. That yeah, yes. that's who. Yes. Yeah, Rich Paul's his agent. Maverick Carter is the marketing guy. I think above Rich Paul. I'm not sure. They're all annoying, by the way. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of Maverick Carter. He's not kind a of fan, really annoying. Not a fan of his quote uh, posse, which got Phil Jackson in trouble. Remember when that whole dust up happened? Yeah. Yeah. If you watch the shop, Maverick Carter's the other guy who talks a lot. Yeah. Other than LeBron, he's really annoying. Okay, I need to watch that show. Now that sports are dying down, I got time. I'm going to yes, watch you do. that shit. Yes. Yeah. I've also been told that there is a great Lonely Island 
uh, Netflix oh, Netflix on that. on yes. the Bash Brothers that is supposedly great. I caught it by accident. I was cleaning up, and I was looking for something background ambient noise, and I saw that. I said, "What's this?" And it hooked me. It's only thirty minutes long, and it's funny as hell. Well, wait, yes. wait, wait. What kind of noise? Ambient noise. Ambient noise. Ambient. Yes. And ambient. With a T. Put it on the board another time. Wait, Jay you, was you, so up, close. Didn't you Ambien. Up earlier and we just skip over it? But me, you Call have to me stop on it. the clock. Oh, Call me on it. Am- Ambien is the drug. I dr- don't care. <laughs> How about that? If you fuck something up, I don't care. Uh, you know I what? just keep it moving. You know what? I'm going to give myself the fuck that guy as I play the theme right now, Jay. Stand by. Uh, Ambient is the drug that makes you go to sleep. Ambient is meaning quiet. Here we go. Stand by. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right. Fuck me for being the guy that grades Jay's term papers with uh, a sharp oh red fucking pen. Kid. Jesus. All right. Who's your FTG for the week? And don't say you don't have anybody. You always have somebody. So it's the guy... At the meeting, when everybody, we had that. So we had a HOA emergency meeting on a dog park. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. It got heated. So we finally finished, but there's one guy who, uh, he might listen, so I can't say his name, but who would never let let it drop. We were trying to move on to something else, and he kept on running his effing gapper. I was like, oh, in fact, I wrote it down. This is my... Fuck that guy for next week. Would you shut the hell up? We're done. Yeah. Meeting's over. Let's let it go. So in other everybody words, everybody has that guy. So in yeah, other words, to the guy. to the meeting guy who's the one last thing when everything yeah, is wrapping and, up. And one last thing. Yeah. Yes, no. That's what he guessed. No, we're wrapping this shit up. That's why if I ran meetings, they would have a game clock like a sports scoreboard, and it would literally once it hit zeros, meeting's over. It doesn't matter what hasn't been decided. Meeting is over. Right. Over. All right, so you got that fuck that guy. My fuck that guy today, besides me for being uh, a nitpicker with you and uh, words, is whomever invented, Jay, the double pocket on golf shorts. Do you know what I'm talking about? You have a pair Ooh. of shorts that has another pocket within your pocket. And it has a button in there too, right? It can Yes, but in, but I know the, what you're talking okay. about, yes. Whoever invented that needs to have a fatwa put on his head and his family, and they all need to be murdered. It's the dumbest thing ever. You play golf with a double-pocketed pair of shorts. You are constantly digging in there for your tee or your coin to mark your ball, and you're like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I know it's in there. Oh, it's in the other pocket. It's in what we <laughs> called the pirate pocket. I admit it's where I keep my snuff pipe in my second pocket in there. You don't need two pockets. You got a right pocket and a left pocket and maybe a back pocket on each side. Enough of the double pockets. To the guy who invented that, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, can I get I have one quick one, another one. Can I have a B? Yeah, go ahead. Really quickly. So I went to, I had to get out of the house. So I had to, I went to go hit golf balls last night at about 830. I love it, uh, by the way. Is there always a guy at the range who has to let you know about your swing? 
Oh, Jesus. Always, I'm always next to that guy. Shut the fuck up. Is he helping you out? I guess, but I just, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you and shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry, Brooks Kepka. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know. Palmer. Didn't know he. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at your swing. You're not striping at 250 every time. So maybe you should work <laughs> on your own shit, huh? All right, Jay. Follow Jay yes. on Twitter. He's a great follow at jcatrell34. Four. Yes. All right. Until next week, brother. Stay cool. Yeah. Hook the Fred Smooth thing up. I'm down for that. Bye bye.